Hi guys, welcome to another episode slash podcast of Drunk Words with Sober Thoughts. Um, honestly, this is hard. I don't know where to start with. Um, it's hard not to put my input on things, but I think this is the whole point of having this podcast is to share my thoughts and like my point of views and my per- and my perceptions, the way I see it. <clears throat> so, obviously, you guys are aware. Uh, today, it's February 4th, 2021. So, you, who whoever's listening to this, you guys know. We already passed 2020. And 2021 feels like literally an extension of fucking last year am i all right i mean that's how i feel i mean if if you're not then you know maybe you know it's your fucking year it's your next four years six years of your best life and that's awesome honestly whoever is that's cool like if it's working in your favor you can't complain right because i feel half and half and half of me feels like it's not fair and half of me feels like it's fair because um, before 2020, before 2019, before 2018, because honestly, I'm not going to lie, 2018, uh, 2019 were like my years that were like being like, like positive and happy and like, you know, you had, you're like, you're, you know, you had the best, everyone has like their ups and downs and I feel like those two years were my like the most ups in a while uh and i mean i'm not gonna say my mom was for sure an up when i visited her like and i got myself happy and got my hopes up but that didn't last i know it wasn't gonna last and i was gonna go back to my routine in california and just not really have like other than work life have someone that I love to look forward to on the weekends. So that's what I meant by... I'm like, I didn't really feel like I had the whole thing. And... I mean, I had to go through a shitty experience. Uh, literally, like, uh, four months after I visited my mom. I got a DUI. And that's my second one in under 10 years but the first one honestly did not feel like my first one because the first one i only drank one whole beer and the second beer didn't even finish i didn't i was barely getting to the half and the only reason and you know literally if you go past 4.8 0.8 i'm sorry um you're done like you're just you're done You're, you're gonna get arrested so, since I finished one beer and a half, and then I made a left turn on a right turn street, which was a one-way street, by the way, and also was on a city that were rarely there, and then there's no street lights, only, like, one every, like, one and a half mile. So, unless you're a local, you know how to, like, drive there, and you have, and you, and you know you make sure you have your headlights. So, I had my first DUI there. Because I made the wrong turn. 
And then they let my friends go because they all know, like, out. They, they, the cops all that I was the designated driver. And then, by the way, the cop that, like, you know, pulled us over and everything, he was being trained and he was new. And he didn't want to ticket me right there, but his his co-partner was telling him, like, like, you're doing everything right. And he was, but also it's like, right there is your opinion, and that's where he felt, and that's fine. Like I said, maybe this was to me like a warning, and I felt like it was a warning, because to me it was a warning. It was like a slap in the face, like, don't worry about it. Like, they didn't tow my car, the car was there in the same place where I left it. And they just kept me in jail for three hours and then let me go out. And then literally it was like a few blocks down the street so I could go pick up the car. And then deal with the ticket later. And the ticket never popped till like four years later when I was on my way to work in the morning. And they tell me I have a warrant for my arrest. I'm like, for what? Like, I, like I, I, I remembered I would play stupid, but it's like... If it never popped, like, why are you bring, you know, like, why are you going to bring it up down in my head? It's like, why am I going to admit to this if this happened a while back? So just deny it. And then they told me, well, if you're going to say no, we still have to take you in just to let you know. And you have to deal with the judge later. <laughs> and I said, sure. Because I figured, like, this happened a while back. Why didn't, why didn't this get taken care of? So when I got there, when I when I saw the judge, they told the judge told me, well, if you play not guilty, we're just letting you know, you're gonna be held for two more days in jail, and then till you see the judge again. And then at that point, I was like, okay, it's gonna be Monday, Monday, Tuesday. Like my my kid needs me during the weekday. I need to like you know do what we gotta do and it's like I can't do that so obviously I played guilty so I can be set free that same day and then I can just do everything just like a DUI person does but like I said I really didn't feel like I was tipsy or anything maybe maybe would have honestly yeah probably would have kicked in a little a little like unsopiated like within 20 minutes after driving but that wasn't the case for me like I drank one whole beer and then half barely half of another beer and there were different brands and one was like light and the other one was some weird indie brand hipster brand so I don't know judge me if you want I don't care but the second one I I am I really do feel fully responsible for that. I really did feel like the second one was felt like like it was my like my first one ever because I was aware of my circumstances and I took a risk and I'm fucking and I was fucking dumb back then and my now self, which was my future self back then, would clearly be telling the old self like you're fucking dumb. Like why are you doing this? You shouldn't be doing this. You're stupid. But, you know, it happened. It happens, it happens, and it happens in order for us to hopefully catch a grip and, let, and like, learn from our mistakes. And I think I learned from my mistakes. And that's what happened back then. 
and uh, so let me catch up with you guys. Um, so since since that happened, I mean, I've been living at this place. I I came here with as being a single mom with Gabriel, my son. Place we're we're staying at right now, but we're currently in trying the process to move out. Well, this place we've been here since February 2016, and recently, a few months back, right before the year ended of last year, 2020, we we got um no wait hold on. Um, I'm going to correct myself. I'm sorry. Right after the first month, which was last month, January 2021, we paid the rent a little late. And this is what's fucked up. We let the landlord know that we were going to pay the rent uh, a little past over a week late. Because we, we had to get COVID tests and we had to pay for them. And they were they said that's fine, you know, just let us know when you're gonna go pay the rent and or finish paying half of the rent. And I said okay, so we did that. Like four or five days passed by. Well, we got our checks in the mail, we cashed them, and then you know we we put money in the envelope, put the rest of the sum that we owe them for the rent. And then we text, you know, we text them and say, oh, we, we just turn in the rent money. Like, because they have, like, this little flippy thing through their door, like, for the mail. For the mail to just drop it into their door. A little window. And we let them know. And then, um, literally, like, under the seven days after that, like, un- maybe, like, Five, six days later, um, the landlord's son comes knocking on my door while Tom, Tom just literally just went to the bathroom. He let me, and every time we ask each other, are you going to the bathroom? It's because like, I'm going to be there for a while. So like, I just want to know if you have to go, go now. So we always have that courtesy. And when he went in, like he went in, right. And then like a minute and a half, like our door starts knocking and we're like, and I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I open the door, and it's the landlord's son. And then just open the door. And I'm like, hello. And then he goes, um, hi. Uh, I just want to tell you guys that um, we just sold the property, and I want to let you guys know so you know that our property got sold and that you don't have to pay the rent next month. Or for the next two months because we sold the property and but if you want to I mean you don't have to but if you want to so my head you know like I'm like what the fuck but I didn't say anything I just let him talk and then he said um and then he asked me like well, well if it's Tom there and I'm like yeah he's in the bathroom but do you want to wait for him and then he goes uh no 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 I just I just wanted to I just want to make sure you guys know when that's what I'm telling you and and I was like okay 
And and then he said after that, he said, oh, um, just to let you know, we're st- we're just gonna give you your your direct deposit back from from the beginning. So, cause the property got sold, and I said okay, and then that was it. And then, so that happens, and as soon as he leaves, like literally, Tom comes out of the restroom, and I'm told what happened, and. And then I talk to the next door neighbor, and I, when I get the chance to see her that same day, I, I kept my eye out the, through the window, and I made sure, like, and I asked her, like, hey, like, did they tell you anything? And she said that they did, but that he, I mean, we, we share each other's stories, and obviously they were not the same, and, a, and a, supposedly he told her a different story, because that's what the wife from the next door told us and that's she said supposedly that they had a month to leave and I told her well they gave us like sorry a couple months to leave so that that's just weird you know and then we just then we start start telling she started telling me about her plumbing issues and then obviously her plumbing issues are from the kitchen and her kitchen connects to our bathroom so I like I compared similar noises and stuff and, like, uh, the water leaking and everything and the pipes. And so, basically, we all mean we're basically having the same problems. And then I guess she found, like, a nest under her stove of rats. That's disgusting. And we, I mean, sometimes I have so much anxiety. Like, I can go with, like, three nights of, like, only sleeping an hour or two. And by the fourth night, I'm obviously knocked out by, like, the middle of the day. But that's, you know, I don't have enough sleep because I'm so fucking paranoid of all what's going on. I have so much anxiety going on. But when I don't sleep during, like, the middle of the night, like, 2, 3 in the morning, I could hear, like, the fucking rats, like, running through the middle, you know, crawling in between the walls. And it's just fucking disgusting. And, And then just today, our landlord has the audacity to just, like... Or the landlord's son, because the landlord has no guts in talking to us, because he's so intimidated by us, because we speak our minds out, and I don't think he expects for someone to talk back or talk, try to talk rationalized to him, so he sends out his son, and his son's like around our age, or younger or older around there, and today, when he knocked on my door, like, again, Tom was in the bathroom, and then I, like, I heard him. So I knocked it at Tom's bath at the bathroom and I told him get out so you can like the landlord's out here so come on and then he came out and then like we we both confronted him and and like we said what what's going on and he said well like why aren't you you know he asked me why aren't you paying the rent this time and then I confronted him like you told me last month that we don't have to pay the rent that you just sold the property and he got like he got startled and he's like I didn't tell you that and then and I and I was like just pier- my eyes were just piercing at him because I and I said yeah you did and Tom just like you know like I had already talked to him about it so you know I'm like I'm not foolish why would I make this shit up and then Tom looked at him and like after that at that point I was like forget it I don't want to fucking talk to you because you're full of shit like I I you told me this and this and this 
and I'm not gonna, I'm gonna stick to my story, and you're full of shit, and I, and I just looked at him, and I crossed eyes, and I know, like, I, I scared him a little, and then, like, I just went inside, and I let Tom finish doing the talking, but literally, um, Tom basically said the same thing I had already said, and, and just keep his mouth fucking shut, because he's, that guy's full of shit, his dad's full of shit, and later on this week, I mean, I'm sorry, later on today, that same day, which was today, um, his dad was doing something, like, right next to us, with his little garage hallway, and I thought he was, like, we were, literally, we had the door open, so we were waiting for him to come up to us and tell him, and, and hear his version of what was happening, but he was here for like three hours and he didn't say shit at all. He just picked up whatever he had to grab in his garage, put it in his truck, and ride his ass back to TJ because he has some fucking ranch running over there. And that's what's going on. <laughs> and um, I know it's been hard on this virus crap. Um, I don't know, um, sorry. I'm just gonna say rest in peace to everybody that has lost one or more relatives because we're living in hard times right now. I'll just leave it at that, okay? But for everything else, or our everyday lives, should I say, just try to live it like it's your last. And I'm not saying like live it fucking extreme, but if you know and you see chances where you could twirl around in some nice fucking fresh air or in the middle of just beautiful plants do it and embrace that or if you're seeing your babies coo or or talk or learning how to teach them things and you're living that moment cherish it or if your own kids are old enough to share their own thoughts and speak out what their minds and their hearts say and they're sharing this to you. Treasure it right now. And, and even if it's just taking a small walk with a friend or someone you're growing feelings for and you're talking and you're sharing your thoughts and you're staring up in the night sky embrace it and if you just discovered a new song whether it sounds happy or sad embrace it (laughs) dance move Roll around circles and love yourself. Because we only live once.
and it's okay to love different kinds of things, different kinds of everyone, different kinds of music, different kinds of art. It's okay. Because that's what makes us unique. That's what makes us us. That's what makes someone love you for who you are. I'm sorry for being too deep, but that's how I truly strongly feel and believe. And if you feel like you're driving by and you're passing by this beautiful scenery that you just passed by and you're like, damn, that would have been a great picture. Make a U-turn and drive back and make sure you try to take a selfie or make sure you find someone to make that picture happen for you because... You want to remember that. If you pass by it and you thought about it, do it. Just do it. Whether it's a video, a picture. Because now we could capture those memories and make them prominent and make them known and make them there and make them shown. And I know most of us don't want to be just there. We want to be known. So, with that, um, this is for drunk words over that. So, stay tuned for the next one. I'm not going to lag it. <laughs> Bye.